Hey guys, welcome back to Ready to Rise. I talked about this on Instagram today, and I'm just going to do a super quick episode about sleep. So I'm going to give some tips for getting better sleep, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be a short episode, but a very, very meaningful and important one. Hey friend, welcome to the Ready to Rise podcast with your host, me, Audrey Rose. This is the podcast all about taking your life to the next level. Join me on my journey as I create a life that I'm obsessed to wake up for every day. I hope that you are ready to create a life that you really, really love. Are you ready to rise? All right. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you already know that this is something I've been working on a lot lately is figuring out these tips and tricks for getting good sleep. Uh, It's something I'm very passionate about. It was like one of the first episodes I released. I think it was number 11 and I re-released that episode just last week. So check that out if you haven't already. And I'm just focusing, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm releasing all of this because it's my big focus again right now. I haven't had a great routine. I had all the burnout stuff going on and everything else that was happening in life. And I just kind of like neglected myself a little bit. So not a little bit. It was a lot of it. Anyways, now that I'm getting back on track, I'm I'm focusing on all these different things like sleep schedule, eating better, working out again, self-love, right? Just everything. My skincare routine, just everything. And those of you again following me on Instagram, you know that. Like I'm I've been posting about it so much lately. But with all of this self-love, self-help, changes, mental health, everything, sleep has been the hardest one for me to get back on track with. I don't know why, but it's been really hard. So in re-releasing last week's episode and following up with just some quick tips to share on this one, I think it's helping me as much as it's helping you to change those patterns and kind of dive back into learning how to get our best possible sleep, having a great routine and having a great life, right? So that's the whole point. I just wanted to make a super quick and easy down and dirty episode talking about those tips again. So the first one actually is all about creating a relaxing bedtime routine. So it should come as no surprise Um, I think for those of us who are getting to be a little bit older and finding it a little harder to fall asleep and stay asleep, that we we can't just like have all the lights on in our house and eat a big, huge meal and then suddenly decide to just go, you know, sit down and try to fall asleep. Like that's not going to work, right? So it's really awesome, I guess, if you can just kind of find a couple of things that help you kind of get into the sleep mode, right? So that might be like taking a really long bath and just warming yourself up. Um, Doing that does things to the blood circulation that eventually help us sleep. I'm not going to talk about the science stuff today, but it helps, you know, big time. You can do um, another relaxation technique like mindfulness, you know, with breathing, mindful meditations. Reading a book is really good, too. The thing is, you don't want to be holding like a huge, bright, blue light emitting device in front of your face. So the more you can do to wind down during your bedtime routine, the better. 
Um, actually, my fiance was just plugging in our Kindle to start using that because it has like a, a really good low light setting where it's not emitting so much of that light. And you can kind of just lay down, read without all the overhead lights on to start getting yourself into that sleeping mindset. So it's all very, very helpful stuff. Okay, so the next tip is about creating a comfortable sleeping environment. The environment that we live in, that we, you know, breathe in, that we operate in, any environment we're in will impact our growth and our ability to reach our goals, right? Like your job, your coworkers, your friends, whatever. Like if you're trying to keep a healthy lifestyle, you're not going to have a bunch of junk food in your house, whatever. So creating a sleep environment is obviously going to have a big impact on your sleep quality. So we really want to make sure, I know that this might sound counterintuitive to some of you, but we want to make sure we're keeping our bedroom cool. Um, actually, the book that I referenced in the last episode of this podcast, where it's called Why We Sleep, um, he talked about keeping your thermostat at like 65 degrees, but definitely anything under 70 is going to be helpful. You just don't want to overheat yourself because then you're tossing and turning all night. You're kicking off the blankets and maybe even sweating and waking up. And so that's not going to be helpful, right? So you want it to be cool. You want to imagine, you know, those really cold winter days when you just want to snuggle up with your big down comforter. That's the kind of vibe we're going for here because you want to be like snuggling and getting into that restful sleep. Also, you want your room to be dark and quiet. And I know so many people make fun of me for hating lights at night. I'm like the light police. I absolutely hate it. Um, But truly, that can kind of start to wake your mind back up, you know? I said I wouldn't get deep into the science, but here's just the overview is as your mind starts to think that it's daytime again by seeing light come through the curtains or, you know, the sun coming up... The melatonin will stop circulating as much and with the decrease of that melatonin circulation we will our bodies are basically starting to prepare for waking up so not to you know keep talking about that and get into all the science once again but it's really important to have that dark cool and quiet room so mattress you know obviously is important comforter pillow all of that it's actually really important we tend to think like oh who cares you know like maybe about a comforter like it's going to be covered up by a duvet and like no one's going to see it and like whatever right and maybe we think it doesn't matter because aesthetically it doesn't have to be pleasing to us or whatever however it does matter like think of those days when you are tossing and turning and you have so much neck pain the next day because of how you slept at night and your pillow just wasn't supporting you the right way or your mattress. So for me, I had a lot of neck problems and I still do from time to time, but I had a lot of them going on and I kept like changing my pillows. I went to this, you know, all those stores that sell like the super freaking expensive pillows. I bought like a $200 something pillow and I was all excited, like, this is going to, like, change my whole life. It's going to be amazing. And then guess what? I still continued to have neck pain. It was so freaking annoying because that's when I had just started getting into yoga again. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, every other class, like, my neck's hurting me and I'm it's gonna, going out. That's not sustainable. So 
what I ended up doing was um, <laughs> finally getting a new mattress. And I, don't even DM me about this, please. I don't know why it was so much money, but all said and done, it was um, it was actually just a lot of money. And anyways, it changed like it's I think it's changing my life. Let's just leave it at that. I can't say it has because it's not been super long, but it's been a couple of months and I have been very blessed with great sleep for the most part. So once again, environment's important. Stimulants and depressants. So obviously most of us know caffeine keeps us awake, right? We keep drinking caffeine while we're at work. We get like that huge um, venti size coffee in the morning on our way into the office, whatever. And that's going to keep you up. So we have to decrease the coffee consumption probably by noon, you know, at least a good like six hours uh, before you're going to go to sleep. So yeah, definitely more than that. The half-life is, I think, four to five hours or something like that. I mean, it's really, it can be really potent. So you might not think it's in your system, but it is keeping you awake at night. And that's what we're getting those racing thoughts and everything else can be triggered by caffeine intake. So it's probably best to have no caffeine intake. A lot of people are starting to do that. But, you know, do what you want. Just try to stop it at a good time. Alcohol can do a similar thing. So it can help you get to sleep. And a lot of people think like, oh, I'm sleeping so great because I drink before bed or I'm going to have a few beers, you know, or a martini to get me to sleep. However, it keeps you in the very light, like stage one kind of a thing. Um, it's not going to help you get into that very deep sleep and it can cause you to wake up later. It, you know, can make people have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night or it's just keeping you, you know, in that light sleep. Exercise helps too. And of course, we all know, you know, doing some exercise makes us tired, helps us sleep better, all of that. But new research is showing that exercise too close to bedtime can actually keep us up because it increases the body temperature. It has us going, right? We're releasing a bunch of little hormones and all kinds of things. So it's gotten us, you know, in that mood to like kind of go, go, go. On the flip side, just a little caveat to mention, you might think that exercising in the morning is going to exhaust you for your whole day, but it's actually beginning to show again, people are starting to notice how that actually brings more energy into your day. So it might not quite be what you think. Look into it and um, you might have to adjust your routine a little bit if you need to. Stress, of course, is another one. So super important thing to do is managing our stress before bed. Um, you know, obviously in general, we need to be doing that. That's an episode for another day. And there's many that I've already released on, you know, stress and anxiety and all of that. But we need to kind of do some relaxation techniques before bedtime, like a light stretch or maybe, um, yeah. honestly, journaling is a really good one too. And it's really interesting because I like to, when I'm really, really stressed, I like to do kind of a brain dump because I feel like I need to get it all out of my head and onto paper. So I know like, okay, I know my to-do list. Like I'm just going to go to bed now. But a therapist recently pointed out to me that that can actually kind of lead you down a slippery slope. So if you end up journaling and that kind of thing before bed, definitely pay attention to how that feels for you and if that's going to cause more issues and make it harder to sleep or the other way around. So like I said, doing that big to-do list can kind of 
cause you to start thinking of more, right? Once you start writing down the crap you have to do, then it's like, oh, wow, now, you know, one thing on your to-do list has like five subcategories, right? So then it's like, now I'm getting into all the nitty gritty of my flight details for my trip to Europe two years from now, and I'm not getting any sleep. So obviously we need to really be careful when we are kind of going down that path, but find what works for you. Sometimes, you know, a nice little meditation before bed, or I like to do what I mentioned at the beginning. I like to do some mindful breathing. It really helps. It really, really does. It's, I I guess it's almost like counting sheep, you know, you're just literally counting those breaths and whatever it, it helps paying attention to the breath like that. The whole point is we want to improve that sleep quality. We want to wake up feeling refreshed, energized. And the last tip to get us there is this consistent sleep schedule. It's something I spoke about a bunch in the previously released episode, but I'll just touch on it lightly with the tips we, you know, we're going to have today. And the body has the circadian rhythm, right? Like the internal clock. If you've ever seen a prayer plant, that's my favorite description. You know, it just knows when to fold up, when to let down, and um, it can continue on that even when the routine and nature environment is disrupted, but it will adjust eventually. And that's exactly what our bodies do, right? Like jet lag and all of that. So we have that circadian rhythm. We just feel when it's bedtime. Um, Yeah. I talk about studies and all kinds of actually really interesting stuff if you're interested in the science behind that in that previous episode. But the important thing is to stick to a consistent sleep schedule because when our bodies know when to release those hormones and when to get started on the sleep process or the wake process, it actually makes it a little bit easier, right? It's like walking that path that's already been made for us rather than making our own path uphill through the brush. Like our body just knows when to do it and it's, you know, the environment's reinforcing that. We're reinforcing that. So the more we can do that, the easier it's going to be. We will will regulate that circadian rhythm. And our bodies kind of need that predictability that, you know, we want to know like, We're going to bed at the same time each night. We're waking up at the same time each day, creating a predictable sleep pattern. Our bodies will then adapt to it and that can help us fall asleep more easily. We're going to wake up feeling more refreshed because we're kind of, again, we're back, you know, on that trail that's already been blazed. If we disrupt our sleep cycle by staying up super late or sleeping in just on the weekends, you throw off that circadian rhythm because then come Monday, it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought I was going to bed at 10 p.m. Now you're trying to make me go to bed at 8. Like, I'm not used to that. And your body's not going to secrete the hormones and get everything up to par until Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, right? And then you're throwing it off again because almost the weekend again. So the one-off days, they're going to happen, but we've got to try to keep it really in the same rhythm. Um, so having this better quality of sleep is going to make you more productive. It's going to give you, you know, that consistent schedule. When you're planning your day, you're building your day around that. You w- you know that you're going to be alert in the morning. You won't be groggy, drowsy because you had to take a bunch of melatonin the night before to fall asleep because you were changing your pattern, right? So all of that's really important. Um, they've been doing studies on consistent sleep patterns and they are linking it to a better mood, mental health, 
and all of that, that really important stuff, right? Like we want to have a sharp mind. We want to feel less depressed, less anxious. So the sleep can actually help that. And when we're getting irregular amounts of sleep, so maybe it's too much sleep or too little sleep, or it's inconsistent, that's actually been known to lead to some of that depression, anxiety, and other issues. All right, so just to recap, the top tips that I gave in this episode all have to do with creating that relaxing bedtime routine, you know, making sure that our space helps us wind down, that we are living in an environment that promotes healthy sleep patterns. Um, having that relaxing bedtime routine where we do something to wind down before bed. We're putting those blue blocker glasses on an hour or two before bedtime. We might be taking a bath, using a Kindle. We're reducing the light. We're doing all of those good things, winding ourselves down. We have that comfortable sleep environment. You know, like I said, we have a cool, dark, and quiet room, and we use that mostly just to sleep in. So we're not sitting there looking at a stack of bills next to us on the nightstand. We are ready to go to sleep when we get there. We're also avoiding stimulants, depressants. So wanting to stop our caffeine intake at a reasonable hour and we're not using alcohol as a sleep aid, right? So we want to make sure that we are being healthy about our sleep patterns. We're choosing the the things we put into our body that are going to help us sustain this environment, these habits. And then exercise, like I said, maybe you're a morning person or maybe you need to do it in the evening, um, but just don't do your exercise routine too close to bedtime and do keep it consistent because we know that that helps to promote healthy sleep patterns. And speaking of healthy sleep patterns, that was the last and most important point all about keeping us in that circadian rhythm. We want to continue the rhythm, the cycle, the prayer plant uh, thing. (laughs) We want to make sure that we are going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time as often as possible, and kind of continuing um, that sleep hygiene, the sleep patterns that are really going to help us to get our best possible sleep, right? Because The whole point of all of this, the whole point of the podcast, everything is that when we are getting the best sleep and the best habits and the best um, new practices for ourselves, the better our life will be, right? And we are here to live a life that we are obsessed with. Our life is too short. It's It's too busy. We're so addicted to all the things that society tells us that we need to do. And I'm just going to tell you, we are not here on this planet to answer emails at 2 a.m. like society has told us. We are here to enjoy our life, to experience love and laughter and kindness and happiness and all the freaking things that make us humans. And it doesn't have to be something that we are just struggling through daily. It's going to be something that you're enjoying So if you're not enjoying your life, let's start with this step. This can be your first step to finding more happiness in your life. Sleep better, have a better day the following day. You're refreshed, you're awake, you're ready to go, you're happy, you're excited. So start with getting some good sleep. Change some of your practices and um, DM me about it. I love hearing about that stuff. It's at Hello Audrey Rose. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. 
I'm so happy you got to make it to another amazing episode of the Ready to Rise podcast. Don't hesitate to share this with a friend that needs to hear it. Send it straight to their DMs. Take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me in it at Hello Audrey Rose. And don't forget, if you leave a written review on the iTunes app, that also helps people find it. So if it resonates with you, help others find it. And I can't wait to hear how much you loved this awesome episode. Have a blessed day.